going on, everybody? This is the All Points Podcast. Hanging out with the Precious Crew. My name is Jonathan. It's the Midwest. It's your boy Kyle, aka Three Fingers. And um, today we got a special guest. We finally today. got a special guest in the building today. Right. We've been just moving on, like slowly, but we finally got a guest. Yeah. We finally got clout on our name. We <laughs> <laughs> uh, changed the Clout Chaser Podcast. <laughs> People want to actually get on the show, but go ahead. Sorry. Okay, I mean, I thought you had it. You was just yakking off at the mouth, whatever. I'm just excited. (laughs) (laughs) Well, go ahead then, man. Oh, okay. Well, we got a... Is it cool to say world famous? Hey, it's cool. Let's do it. World famous DJ here, resident of Wichita, Kansas. Okay. I didn't do the research on the introduction, but uh, he is (laughs) well known in the city for sure. We, we know him as, is it DJ Cadence? Yes, or just, sir. All right, DJ, DJ Cadence. Yes. Cadence. How you doing today, Hey, man? man, I'm doing good, man. I'm blessed. I'm happy to be here. How y'all doing? Well, we're All happy right. to have you on the show. Good, good, DJ good. Cadence. Yes, sir. Yes, what's your sir. What's your real name? That's the first question. Uh, my real name is David. Uh, David. My family called me Deron. That's my middle name, so... Okay. Um, Long line of Davids. Was David know. just not hood enough? Or? Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't hood enough. You know, it was like my, my pop's name, you know. So yeah. so my mom, you know, she wasn't really feeling it. But, you know, you know how your pops is. Hey, you got to give me something. So, yeah, you know, yeah. so, so he got the first name. Everybody called me Deron. He even called me Deron. So, you know, only people really call me Davis. People went to school with me. You in know, in so. the government, right? In the government, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, well... Go ahead. Yeah, my bad. Uh, I was just going to say, man, you know, I, I'm going through something of the same thing, um, you know, with the name into the process of kids and all that stuff. You know, you got to get yours where you can get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you got to, man. Yeah. You got to. Even even with my kids, um, you know, my, my son's name is Donovan. His middle name's Latrell, you mm-hmm. know, so Latrell, I picked Latrell. Yeah. Um, I was a big Latrell Sprewell fan back <laughs> then, right. you know, so that's how he got his middle name. And, and my daughter's name is Jada. Um, we put her, his mom named Janelle and my name David together, so that's how we got her name. So, oh, that's cool. So, but I double dipped on that one because she got my grandma. She got her grandma as her middle name, my mom's middle name. So I double dipped on that one. But I couldn't do that with my girl. It's, it's too complicated. You know? uh, she came up with it. I was just happy she did it. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, man. So 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 DJing and everything. Yeah. Should we get started on that? Yeah, let's let's, let's do, do the history. Let's, okay. let's do it. What's the what's the history of DJing? When did Man. you start? Man, I started at the Radisson, uh, two thousand. I want to say two thousand five, two thousand six. Somebody mm-hmm. probably gonna correct me. They are gonna be in the message. <laughs> yeah. Somebody, nah, that was back then. You know, <laughs> no. but yeah, it was somewhere around there. Uh, really wasn't trying to be a DJ. Um, I've always done music. Mm-hmm. Always was big in music. Um, I used to do stuff with Twan Sack. I know that's going to, y'all going to have a lot of questions oh, about yeah. that. No, I, I know uh, him personally too. Yeah I, yeah, I I was the producer for Cadillac Love. So, oh, okay. Right. okay. Yeah, yeah. So, Small you know, world. so, yeah. So we did that, you know, and everything. And one day I used to go to this club. I used to always karaoke all the time. You know, I used to love to go perform. Mm-hmm. And uh, one day the DJ didn't show up. So the owner of the club of Radisson, they had a little bar underneath there, you know, and they was like, hey, you know, you uh, think you could, you know, host karaoke. So uh-huh. I was like, yeah, that's cool. I could do that. Y'all going to pay me. Were they um, white? Yes, <laughs> definitely. Okay. Yeah, they were like, oh, that's a black guy over there. <laughs> yeah, for real. They was like, yeah, definitely. I could, I could do that. You know, they was gonna pay me. I wasn't making a whole lot of money Man. at that time, anyway. So Money's cool. Money. So, uh, so I go in there. We start doing it, and I was just playing music off of you know the little Windows media player, yeah. Yeah. doing a little oh, small man. stuff like that, you know, and. Um, all of a sudden, it was like people didn't want to do karaoke no more because I was playing such good music. Yeah. You know what I mean? It got to the point when people started to get up and sing, they'd be mad at them to where people didn't want to sing no more. <laughs> so next thing we knew, we had a line all the way down the street. And this is when uh, hip-hop was not allowed down in Old Town back yeah, then. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? You had to have the skinny jeans on. You had to, you had to play the role to get in down there, and then down there. you know, back then. It ain't like that now. Yeah, you yeah, know? No, yeah. But back then, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, we just ran it from there, and then ever since then, everybody liked the music, and here we are today. So, so you pretty much pioneered Old Town then. Yeah, I, I don't like to tell people nah, that, you know, but you know, because people get to get in their feelings and <laughs> yeah, everything. But, always someone's gonna try to check it. Yeah, like, no, no, no. But but honestly, you know, as far as as far as black DJs, me and DJ Three was definitely the first ones that was down there. Um, 
But when it comes to, like I said, we we never heard our music down there. The, their idea of playing hip hop was like the, you know, shake your ass, let me see what you got, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and Tootsie Roll. Yeah. That, that's blow what the, they blow the whistle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, no. and, and then we, shit, I wish we'd have got the blow the whistle. We oh, yeah, ain't got yeah. anything like that. You know, it was like straight, you know, stuff that they knew that was real safe. You yeah, know, but the rest yeah. of the night, it was all pop techno music all night long. Yeah. Sometimes even country music, it didn't depend, you know, it just depended, mm -hmm. you know, with the, where we was at. But, you know, they never played hip hop. So, you know, so it was like to be able to do that was huge, you know. So, really appreciative of that. Yeah. See, that's okay. Because I didn't like, like, know about you DJing anything like that until uh, Liquid. Liquid, yeah. So, that, was, that was my favorite place I've ever DJed was yeah, Liquid. Really? Yeah, okay. Like, I know what. Brian and everything, uh, Shapiro yeah. and everything. He's like, I mean, he's a pretty solid dude. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. man. Brian is one of the coolest people you could ever meet, man. Yeah. Uh, real humble guy. Super mm -hmm. funny. Yeah. You know, he, he's he's real cool. You know, shout out to shout out to Brian Shapiro, man. He's we, real, real cool. People. When we first met him, it was kind of intimidating because it was like, it was in the back of Docs. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, this giant safe is right here. Yeah, all the cameras. Yeah. And he's just over here just like, like. Keep your hands in front of Yeah, we yeah. were like, yeah, my hands are right here, fam. Oh, man, like, you ain't never seen nothing until Thursday night. You go back there at the end of Doc Howard's. You know, for the people who used to go to Docs, yeah. it used to be stupid packed yeah, every yeah. Thursday. Oh, yep. Um, and when we used to get done at the end of the night, I'd go back there to get my check, and they'd have money counters everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Ding, <laughs> ding, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, hey, I might need to get on this side. Of right, right. Because I'm telling hey, they made some good money over yeah. there, that's for sure. Yeah. That's crazy, man. But yeah, I had a lot of places, man. I was at, uh, I was at, you know, I started at the Radisson. I was at, uh, I was at the Max. Um, oh, yeah, I was at uh, Lightning Joe's. Um, that was one of the clubs out west was real cool. Um, Local Joe's downtown. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's a lot of places sprinkled in between there, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Rocco's, I mean, all of this stuff like that. Pretty much, if it was jumping, I was trying to be in there. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's really what I was trying to do, you know. So that's 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 crazy. Um, so are you are you uh, <clears throat> resident at a certain spot now, or you just? Um, so right now, I'm at uh, Heroes on Saturdays. Okay. Um, on Fridays, I'm at Rock Island. Um, I'm there every pretty much three nights out of three weekends. I try to take one weekend off, so I try to be over there like three Fridays out of the weekend. So or out of the month. So yeah, that's what we do over there. And then Thursdays, I'm over at Six Degrees, the hookah bar. So okay, yeah. Okay. So I stay pretty busy, you know. Plus all the concerts and stuff we do, core DJ wise stuff. So. Yeah, so I'll say yeah. core DJ. You guys are on the radio too, right? Yeah, yeah, man. We nine six three. Yeah, we yeah. try to stay on. The, we stay on the radio. We do. Uh, right now, I'm in nine different states right now, doing different, um, doing different mixes and stuff like that. Yeah. So just trying to put on for the city, and you know, trying to help people get you know exposure wherever we can. Yeah. So. so this is your nine to five. This is your no, I got a real job too. Okay, man. okay. Hey, man. I grind, man. Yeah, I, I grind. Oh, I you get money off of, of DJing everything. Yes. That's a real job. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, that's yeah. That's a real job. Both of them is real jobs. Yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, man, I just like to stay busy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Anybody who knows me knows, man. Cadence is always moving. I'm always trying to do something. So, you know, at, at, I work at, you know, T Mobile also. Right. And, but I'm really a tech, so I don't do a whole yeah. lot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, 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 you know, you know, you know people, hey, people up front be like, man, I'm at work. I'm, man, they be grinding me to the bone. It's the slave shit, man. I ain't doing all that, man. I'll be chilling for real, man. Yeah. You know. We got, we got, got to edit that out. Somebody no. Go no. Like, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking uh, about. These TPS reports on yeah, you. Yeah, for shit. real. Start looking at everything. Yeah. Nah, but uh, but man, he, like like my, my pops always said, he worked a lot. You know what I'm saying? He mm -hmm. had two full-time jobs, and then he worked a part-time job on the weekend. Yeah. But the thing was, he was always like, if you enjoy what you do, it's you know what I'm saying? It's not really work. Yeah. And to me, you know, DJing is not really work. It's still, it's, it's, I made music. Mm -hmm. So to me, the fact that somebody will pay me to play somebody else's music yeah. right. and pay me good is crazy that's, that's to cash. me. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's yeah. mind blowing to me, you yeah. know, because when you are artist, everybody's so picky about your music, you know, and if they don't like you, they don't mess with you. It, you could be no. a cool person, but your music trash and people won't even mess with you just because they'd be like, hey, that's the dude with the garbage oh. music. Oh, we know. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Uh -huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's like as a DJ, it's like you can come in here and you can really make moves and people will really appreciate you just from playing somebody else's passion, what else they have. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think that's real cool. That's one of the things people don't think about as a DJ. Yeah. You know. So have you been on tour with any artists or any uh, artists? Yeah, name? I've been on, man, I've been on a lot of tours. You mean as far as performing or, or you mean as far as uh, DJing? DJing, anything. Like, yeah. Um, well, okay. So when I was doing my artist stuff, I went on tour with Tech Nine. Went okay. On tour with Travis Porter. Uh, we went on a little small thing with 50 Cent. Uh, Fat Joe, Petey Pablo, 
man, we did a lot of stuff, yeah. man. We did yeah. a lot of we did a lot of a lot of tours, a lot of shows out of out of the states, you know, or out of the out of Wichita, Kansas, mm-hmm. and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, so just try to put a footprint everywhere we could, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Are you from Wichita? Yeah, I'm from St. Louis, from oh, Missouri, okay. you know what I'm saying? But I moved here in 96. Yeah, okay. So, you know what I'm saying? I pretty much, as far as I'm concerned, I'm from here, you know that's, what I'm saying? That's how so, uh, uh, Carvin do it, too. Yeah. He rap, he rap Wichita hard. Like, yeah. Well, he from, you got like, to, because it's, really yeah. it's really where you're from. If I was all out here and I'm like, St. Louis this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And even though I still, you know, I got my St. Louis hat. Yeah, I got, yeah. my, you got uh, my, the arch tattooed on my arm, because I never, you know, that's my hometown. But when it comes down to it, the place where I've had the most influence in my life, you know, mm-hmm. it's definitely been Wichita. So, you know, that's that's what I tell everybody. I'm from Wichita, you know. I'd say that's on a small tip, you don't owe 50 cent any money, do you? <laughs> nah, nah, not okay. yet. Not right. yet. You know, make sure. But, you know, that, the funny thing about that is when he was telling that story, I thought that was so funny because when we was in Atlanta, we went with Too Short to the strip club. Uh. And, you know, and, and it's like. It was the first time I had been to a strip club with an artist, so you don't know what to do. You don't know where to go or anything. Right. You're just trying to be cool, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And the dude come over to me. He's like, boom, here you go. And he gave me $1,000. And I'm like, what? What are we supposed to do with this? You yeah. know what I'm saying? And DJ3 leaned over. He was like, Nick, make sure you throw every last bit of that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, okay, I was going to. But at the same time, you know you be thinking yeah, like, like, man. Like, bow wow. You know, for real. Take this back so, you know, you get out there, you throw it and everything. And then when 50 came out and said that, I said, man, I can see how Bow Wow did that, man. Bow Wow was like, man, I'm going to take a little bit of this home. I'm going to be good. You know what I'm saying? And got busted. You know what I'm saying? Man. Yeah. But Fifty Cent's petty though. Oh yeah, he's the for most sure. pettiest artist no I've doubt. ever no in doubt. the industry right now. But it's no working doubt. for him though. Yeah, he's yeah. probably pulling up turned it into a business. He's definitely yeah. turned it into a business. Real yeah. talk, man. I you, guess he he's probably the most probably the most famous troll probably ever. Oh, you definitely, know what I mean? definitely. So. He probably shaking niggas from third grade <laughs> man, for money. Yo, real yeah. talk, real talk. <laughs> that seventy five cent for the milk. Yeah, yeah, interest, interest. Yeah, all. But shit, man, how'd you how'd you get in touch or get linked up with uh, Twantech? Um, okay, so it's a crazy story, man. It was really meant to be. So uh, Christmas time was coming around. It was new, uh, Christmas Eve, and uh, I was going to this. Uh, we used to have a little music and more. Uh-huh. Went up there, uh, ran into uh, my friend Domus, Dustin. Me and Twantech went to school together. We all went to South together, mm-hmm. but... He was in a different clique. I was in a different clique. So we knew of each other. Uh-huh, you know yeah. what I mean? And he was older than me. So, you know, it was like we, we knew each other, but we wasn't really cool like that. So uh, when I met Dustin, we were sitting there. And Dustin, I had this little, uh, this little cross, little pendant on my chest. And he was like, man, he was like, you look familiar. And I was like, yeah, you went to South. So we got to chopping it up and everything. And he was telling me how he was starting this little music group. I always wanted to do me. I was doing music in my house, but I didn't have nobody to do it with. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "You should come by. Let me check out your beat. See what we got." So I went over there, and Twan was over there. So Twan had just got done doing his first little CD. It was like a little small thing he had done at a mm-hmm. little smaller studio, you know. And he was talking about how he wanted to, you know, get a group together. Yeah. So I was just trying to fit in somewhere, you know what I mean? So it was like, man, if I can do anything to help y'all out, cool. Yeah. They had they had all the keyboards, all the equipment, and I was just eager to learn, you know what I'm right. saying? So they brought me in and. The rest is history, you know, really. Yeah. So. yeah, uh Twan Sack's mom is my mom's best friend. So he oh, basically okay. he that's like babysitted up. us when we was kids. So that's, that's what's how up. I know him. That's what's but, up. Uh, hey Twan Sack yeah. is my dude, man. Yeah. That is you know what I'm saying? Like that's my brother. You know what He's I mean? He's doing big they, things they, in Phoenix, right? Man, yeah. big huge yeah. things, man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I, I'm so proud to see the 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 growth in him. You know, mm-hmm. and that's one thing that that I would tell people, like, make sure you keep your friends. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of times people will fall out over little small things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then, but you don't get to see the growth in those people. Yeah. You know, and it's like I can see the growth in Twan. I'm sure he sees it in me too, from where we came from. And you know, I didn't even have a car back then. You know, that's yeah. how I got my nickname, Two Feet. You know, everybody <laughs> thought it was because I was short, <laughs> but it was because you know, every time Twan seen me somewhere, I was walking around. He was like, "Man, I just left this side of town. You walking with some headphones? You know what I'm saying?" So he like, "I'm gonna start calling you Two Feet." So that's just how you know. That's how I got there and it stuck, you know. So that's crazy. That's messed up with him. Uh, I remember like when that came out and everything. Like he was getting a lot of hate. But I mean, oh you know, yeah, oh was, yeah, I mean, yeah. We can talk about that. We, too. we can yeah, because we can he, talk about I that. think he still got that beef with yeah. power. Man, we can huh? talk about it. I don't care. Yeah, it's like man. <laughs> here's the thing. The one thing that I say that I'm really happy about with the the new generation, yeah. they get along a lot more than what we did back then. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? We, we it was so much competition. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was like. Twan was always cool with everybody. Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. knew Twan. He was, you know, he played basketball. You know, he did all this stuff to where people knew him before mm-hmm. the Twan sack yeah. started happening. Yeah. But the problem was that everybody wanted to be a rapper at that time. Yeah. Everybody wanted yep. to be on the radio station. Yep. We went to Greg. 
Man. We went to Greg. <laughs> we went to Greg with, with no intentions of him playing that song. We just gave him the song because we thought the song was dope. Mm-hmm. And Greg sat back there, leaned back in the seat, like, uh, it's okay, but you gotta do this, 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 yeah. and this. He gave us like ten different things we needed to do. Mm-hmm. He didn't know we was already on that stuff. We was yeah, already talking yeah. to Dante, getting graphics done. We was already getting our stuff pressed up. Uh-huh. So two weeks later, after he told us what we needed to do to get it on the radio, he didn't think we was gonna be able to do it. Uh-huh. Boom, it's in his face. You know what I mean? We got the CD cover, everything. Mm-hmm. And wasn't people really wasn't doing CD covers and all that back yeah, then. You know right, what I mean? Right. So he was like, oh, man. So, man, we got in the car on a Friday night, leaving the club, and the song was playing on the radio. And I remember I changed, I, I tried to change the CD because I thought it was a CD that was in the car. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait a minute, that's the radio. We on the radio. Uh-huh. You know, and back then, what nobody, there was no local yeah, music yeah. being played on the radio at that time. You know what I mean? So it was like, it was amazing. And by Monday, we had the number one song in the city. Uh-huh. And it stayed up there for, man, I don't want to tell nothing crazy, but it was at least a month to where mm-hmm. we was the number one song the whole time. You know, nothing would change. You know, we got so many opportunities off of that. You know, so it was real Cool. So you pioneered um, music in Old Town, pioneered music in <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. radio. Yeah, yeah. yeah He's yeah. got buckets, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, man. Hey, just trying to score out here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I can say I remember I was more into um, not necessarily like like out of my own, you know, whatever, yeah. but like like the hating side of it. Yeah, and everything. yeah. Because mm-hmm. it, it was more lines. It was it was. I don't know. I don't want to bring it back to like the whole Tupac and Big thing and everything, but um, it's it's one of those things. It's like you you almost chose a side and everything. Yeah, yeah. Not necessarily like I was joining Power ninety three point nine or whatever at the time, but it was just like a lot of people were like, oh no, that song's whack, song's whack and everything, and I was like. Yeah, the song's whack, and I was like, you know, yeah, back you just, then, you know, back then you had to you had to really choose sides. It made it, it made you mm-hmm. choose sides. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, but when it comes down to it, it's like no matter what, how people felt about it, you can't change it. Everywhere yeah. we nah. go, and and it's funny because Tuan will take that song. Tuan took, gave that song to Jaheem uh, less than a year ago. Uh-huh. And Jaheem was talking about he wanted to redo it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like every time we give that song to somebody or we let them listen to it, even though that song came out in 2002, yeah. people yeah. are still trying to get us to redo that song. You know, yeah. and Twan, I don't want to say he hates the song, but he hates doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't imagine yeah. what it'd be like to be like Dre and you sitting there doing G-Thing from yeah. 1994. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're like, bro, I'm tired of doing this damn yeah. song. I got I all this that. other music that I want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? They like, nah, bro, do the G-Thing. One, yeah. two, three, <laughs> two, four. You know what I'm like, bro, I'm tired of that. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So so sometimes, you know, it, it's, it's, it's funny just seeing how artists live and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know, and the things that they have to go through. I'd say that. Uh, what was that? That event that we did, uh, was it last year or earlier this year? We did. I think it was earlier this year. We did a thing for Tuan because he, I don't know how he got the gig, but it was at what school was it? It was, it was like, like the independent school. Independent whatever. school. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah. I was, was there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You were. Yeah, yeah, you were there. That was yeah. my first yeah. time actually meeting him. I was like, this dude's fucking cool. Man, he like, uh, yeah. actually, uh, one of the kids that was there wanted to do, um, he, he actually asked Tuan to come in and talk to the school about being an entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people don't know Tuan has a degree, you know, and everything. Mm-hmm. a business degree yep. and and one thing i'll tell people is tuan is probably one of the smartest people i've ever met in my life you know what i mean mm-hmm. no doubt about it you know that man will talk he'll talk a a, a man out of his shoes to sit in the middle of the, in the middle of the winter you know what i mean i'm not playing like like anything i ever have to do this business wise i always go to tuan and ask him what do you think how do i talk to these people how do i do this and tuan always got the answer yeah. you know what i'm saying he's really smart about that stuff kind of how you guys got the uh the app going on and everything. yeah yeah that's how we got the that's how i got my app um you know just so many opportunities man like i said yeah. twan is my brother man he is yeah twan is the person to me that like we complete each other uh-huh. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like pause no, you know I mean, but, it's like, like it's, but it's like you know it's like like i was i was the music person Twan wanted to go to the club. He wanted to hang out in the streets yeah. and do all yeah. of that stuff. Yeah. I wanted to be in the studio. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So while Twan got to go out and go hang out at Jezebel's and be Twan Sack and, yeah. and promote Cadillac Love, I was in the studio. You know what I mean? I used to make him get up in the morning because the studio was in the back of his house. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he would wake up. He used to be so mad at me. I'd be banging on that door. <laughs> boom, boom. Come on, dude. We got work like, to do. Man, you know, halftime, he'd let me in, go back to sleep, and I'd just get to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I it was like, that. like, but man. when it comes to that business side, mm-hmm. Hey man, that dude got everything on that business. You know what yeah. I mean? We I would have never went in and talked to Greg like that. You know what yeah. I mean? And 
He still talked to Greg crazy. <laughs> he, he do. He, he do. do. Hey, he do. hey, he, he talked crazy to Greg. You know what I mean? Some of the stuff he, I'm all about not burning bridges. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so everybody knows stuff that Greg's done. You know what I mean? The people and stuff like that. But, but Greg got, he got numbers though. Greg got it. numbers, yeah. man. Greg got numbers. And, and mm-hmm. to me, it's like you don't ever block your opportunities for a blessing. Mm-hmm. And, and it might be a chance where somebody come to him and say, hey, you know DJ Cadence? And if I'm out here like, hey, fuck Greg, fuck Greg, he ain't about <laughs> yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. What are you gonna say about me? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm exactly. saying? So it's like, so it's like I've always been, I always tried to keep it real professional with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I got my problems with him just like everybody else in the city, you know, and stuff like that. But I've always tried to keep it professional. He was, yeah. he was, he, Greg's like, in, this is a terrible example, but like he's that one teacher that you just don't like because he's so mean. <laughs> yeah. But the teacher just really wants you to do well. Yeah, you know, yeah. He, he knows his stuff. So it's and like, he's, and he's not yeah. gonna settle. That that's mm-hmm. one thing. And I get into it a lot of that too with DJing because, you know, people will look at me and say, "Oh, Cadence in the club, he where you know where everybody else go to, so he need to play my music." Mm-hmm. And they don't understand it, man. It's not personal. It's mm-hmm. it's not it's not towards you. I don't look at you like, "Hey, I'm gonna play your song because you A, B, or C." Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like if your song is hot, I'm gonna play it. Yeah. Right. Numerous people have come to me and said, "Man, Cadence, uh, how much is gonna take?" That's the first thing they say, yeah. "Man, how much is gonna <laughs> cost to get my song played?" And I and I can tell you, everybody can say this emphatically. I have never charged anybody to be on no music. Yeah. You know, I'm like, nah, bro. I don't want you to. I don't want you to pay me. I want you to have something good. Yeah. Have yeah. me have some yeah. good music. So yeah. when I go to the next core DJ retreat in Charlotte, and I'm over there with all these people, I can say, hey, this is Wichita music right here. You know what I mean? That's what I want. I don't want y'all little money. That that's yeah. nothing. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather y'all spend that in promotion with somebody, somebody mm-hmm. else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. so I, I will say, um, we got you on the show because you know. We we got this, you know, platform and everything, but yeah. like we're also we've done music. I'm, I'm pretty yeah, sure you're yeah, aware yeah. of that. We're the yeah, final sure. four. And uh Jonathan and I, we DJ. Mm-hmm. So like we kinda we kinda know that life. So I got a whole bunch of DJ questions hey, for let's you. Run them, man. But let's uh run. but like we can also talk about the music, but like first off, like what 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 is like your what's better? Like making the music, doing performing live music, performing your own music. Or just like DJing? That's like, a great question. Yeah. Um, nothing beats doing your own music, yeah. especially if you're good at it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I know that I was good at it, so, you know, and am good at it. But it's mm-hmm. like nothing beats that feeling of people, you know, you get off stage and everybody like, oh, man, I love that song. You man. know, people still come to me talking about songs that we did back then. You know, so nothing beats that. Booty but Judy. yeah, Big Booty Judy was my <laughs> yeah. jam. Hey I, hey, I do that song. Every time I go to Dallas, somebody asks me about that song, you know. And it's so funny, like, you, you think that people forgot about things, you know, and they'll come up to you, hey, you Cadence. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know me as a DJ. Yeah, what's up? And I'm putting yeah, my DJ yeah. hat on. He's like, hey, what's up with the big booty Judy? Yeah. I'm like, oh, wait a minute, let me switch hats. Okay, yeah. cool, you know. But it's, it, it's like so many people know me for so many different things, you know, and it's just a blessing just to, just to love music like that, you know. So. What about the people who know you for negative stuff? I mean, yeah. Yeah. No. yeah, well, I, man, I, I try not to really be involved with that. If yeah, anything, yeah. it's social media, politics, yeah. all that type of stuff. Money, like that. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, like, but yeah, don't nobody can't nobody say I want money, nothing good, like that. That's you good, know, that's I good. try to keep it 100 on that, you that's know what good. I'm saying? So. Say, anytime that I'm like scrolling through Facebook and everything, and I see like people with a lot of comments on their stuff, or it yeah. all off of a single post <laughs> and everything, it was something today. Yeah, it's like you got a dude that's like always commenting on your stuff. His uh, first name starts with a J and ends with Ames, and um, yeah, he always got something <laughs> man, to say, always got something to say. And I, I, like, I, I just don't understand it, man. Uh-huh. It's like it's like, and, and it, what's crazy to me is by I really don't know him like that. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. like we, like we, cool. yeah, from Facebook. We're yeah. really from yeah. Facebook. Yeah. That's it. And I've seen him here and there. You know, at different places. You know, like I've seen him at a couple concerts and yeah. things like that. But it's like. I always wonder, like, what is that? What's that animosity for? You know what I mean? But it's like I don't delete people off my page. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I'm, hey, I'm here for conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Social media ain't life to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I grew up when we didn't have social media. So to me, I don't put a lot of stuff. People be like, I don't even. I didn't even know you had kids. Some people are gonna say they're gonna be like, Oh, I ain't even know Cadence had kids because yeah, yeah. I don't put my information out like that. Definitely. I'm not that That's, type of person. Yeah, you know, social so, media is supposed to be for fun, for entertainment and stuff like that. You know, and so many people get in their feelings. They want to tell everything, and then be the same people. And they're talking about why everybody all in my business. <laughs> Stay out of my business. Well, stop putting people in your business. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So. Yep. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he crazy though, man. Hey, he crazy, man. I, I be calling him little groupies and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, people be like, why don't you delete him? I'm like, man, he just a groupie. I ain't really worried about him. He cool, you know. He want to battle me in this music so bad. 
And I'm just like, like no just point. like rap battle. Nah, no, nah, some on some DJ and stuff. Oh, uh, like, well, like you gotta be a Q on a. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. And, and my thing is this, man. And it's like, it's like, no, I, I ain't, man. I don't even really want to get into it, man. Nah, I don't even yeah, want to get I mean, into yeah. it. Yeah, it, it's just crazy. It, it's just crazy. I just think that we as DJs, uh, we need to be together. You know, what I mean, it's not a whole lot of opportunities out here in this city. No, they're not. You know what I mean? They're very, <laughs> they're very slim. You know what I mean? And I've been blessed to be able to have a lot of those opportunities. You know, so I try to, I try to give wherever I can. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Barefoot was somebody who a lot of people didn't give opportunities to, and I told Barefoot from the jump, "You my dude. I, I rock with you." Mm -hmm. And it was, it took a while for him to really understand that yeah. because he was like, "Oh man, you put me on these shows. Oh, you helped me." I said, "Barefoot, I'm telling you, when I tell you I rock with you, I rock with you." You know what I mean? And now it's so good to be able to see him at Rock Island, Rock to see him yeah. at these concerts, yeah. mm -hmm. to see him out. This dude sell T-shirts like he a performer. Yeah. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? He out here getting it. And I'm so proud of him because when I met Barefoot, Barefoot was damn near homeless. You know what I mean? He was he was just struggling, just trying to make ends meet. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and it's yeah. like now to see his progression, to see where he is, it's real good. You yeah, know? So so uh, what do you say to the, to the up-and-comers like, that's trying to make it big like what's the first step like is it gear you gotta have good gear good song selection like what do you what for do you tell them dj have an yeah. ear you gotta have an ear for it mm -hmm. um it don't matter what dj you know whether it's just like playing basketball mm -hmm. i can show up to the court with all my you know all my little my little uh pads yeah, on yeah, and yeah. you know and i got my little kung fu you know <laughs> headband yeah. on and y'all be like oh man Dude, look like he might be able to do something. <laughs> and then I can't even dribble with my left hand. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So now I'm looking crazy out here. It's the same thing. You know, DJing is, is yeah, you need your gear. Because mm -hmm. if you walk into, if you come up to me and you say you a DJ and you got a tablet, <laughs> you uh, are, yeah, yeah, bro. I'm not, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not taking you serious. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, but if you got a passion for it, mm -hmm. people can see past your, your gear. If mm -hmm. they can say, hey, man, hey, dude is just in the past. He's just in the process of getting where he needs to. But I yeah. can see that hunger in him, you know. So, man, um, I would say that would be the number one thing is making sure that you have an ear for it. And, and what does then, that mean for the people that don't know? like Knowing what good music is. Okay. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like, really understanding when you hear a good song, mm -hmm. try to understand why people like it. You know what I mean? Like, what makes that song catchy? Mm -hmm. You know, what makes the Lizzo song catchy? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? To where, to where these white women, black women, 40-year-old, yeah. 80-year-old, yeah. 3-year-olds, every time that song come on, yeah. all of them go nuts. Yep. You know what I mean? It's because it, it's the way that she performs the song. She has so much energy in that song. Mm -hmm. It's like when she sings that song, you know, you could have had a bad bitch. Mm -hmm. Hey, every woman in the world feels like her on that mm -hmm. song right there. You can just cut the song off and never yeah, sing the I, whole song. Yeah, I do it song. every time. Yeah. Every yep. time. Yep. I can cut it out wherever and they'll sing the whole song. The whole song, yeah. Because it, she brought them into her world, you know. And at a lot of times as an artist, you spend so much time trying to be somebody else, you know what I mean, in our, in our music, in uh, hip-hop, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, instead of trying to be yourself. She was herself. She don't sound like nobody, yeah, you know what don't. I mean? She yeah. don't sound like nobody, yeah. and that made her so successful. And the thing is, that song was old, you know what I mean? I heard that song like four years ago. She's been out for a while. Yeah. People are just now like... They're just catching on yeah, to her. Catching on her. Yeah, catching on her. She's been out for, for a while. Yeah, yeah, I heard that song four years ago, you know what I'm saying, in the core DJ pool, and it's just like... She kept moving, kept mm -hmm. grinding, you know, and that's and that's something that we don't do as local artists here in Wichita. They don't, they get a song, they get a hit, and then they stop. You yeah, know, yeah, they they, yeah. they it, it gets <laughs> it gets a buzz for about three weeks. Everybody talking about it, and then they like, oh, I gotta put out something else. You ain't even did nothing yet. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. All you've done is touched our city. You can go to Topeka, you can go to Kansas City, you can go to Oklahoma City, you can go anywhere else and start that all over, you know what I mean? And it's like, so so don't get stuck on just thinking you got to do something in Wichita, you know what I mean? Because you'll, you'll, never, you'll never be anything. Yellow Beezy got almost got killed in his own city, you know what I'm saying? He almost got killed in his own city. You can't make it in your own city if you sit here all the time. It's not going to happen. That's true. You know what I mean? It's not going to happen. You got to get out. You got to explore. Because these people, when they see you coming from Wichita, even if you're from Wichita and you go to Colorado and you do your music, mm -hmm. people going to be like, hey, he's somebody. Because mm -hmm. he left out of his comfort zone and went to do something. Yes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Twanzag, XV. Yeah. All them. And, and let's be honest. Twan ain't the greatest rapper. Mm -hmm. XV ain't the greatest rapper. I'm the greatest. You know what I mean? <laughs> Krim, Krim ain't the greatest rapper in the world. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? All these people that are leaving Wichita and doing stuff, they're not the greatest. They're not going to be top 10 rappers of all time. Mm -hmm. 
but they left and they took a chance. And when you do that, that's when you're going to be successful. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I respect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, well, we're at that time where we got to you know, pay a couple bills. So we're going to uh, take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with DJ Cadence. All right, we're back here at the All Points Podcast. You're chilling with the freshest crew. We got DJ Cadence on the Sir. show today. Thank you. He's over here spitting his knowledge about DJing and performance and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And um, I had another question. Um, <laughs> I, I had a whole bunch of questions, but I should write them down. Blanking out. Yeah, I'm blanking out. I'm blanking, blanking out. out. Uh, here, I'll interrupt you. All right, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> you with boiler rooms, right? With what? Like boiler room? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so like you were saying, as DJs and everything, we got to you know, have better community and everything yeah, here. Mm-hmm. That's Definitely. what I was thinking. Like, why is that not happening here? Um, just the competition. Yeah. Um, you know, it's even though it, it, it's not like it's not it's not like rap competition. Yeah. But it but it is that competition where where people don't they don't know where they quite fit. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like how how like I got I got cadence in this lane and he mm-hmm. taking off. Everywhere he go, he win. You mm-hmm. know? I wanna win too. How do I get in that lane? And some people don't know, like they don't know me, mm-hmm. so they think, oh, well, the best way is to take shots at him, yeah. or to or to say that you know that he's not as talented as he thinks he is, and all of this. Uh-huh. But what they don't understand is I'm an open book. You know what I mean? Like I'm here to help anybody. Right. If if I can help you get a little further in life, let's do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and so instead of having the competition, which we don't need, you know, we need to get everybody going in the same direction. Yeah. One thing that I like about three was three used to have meetings with us where we used to get together and say, Hey, we're not DJing for a hundred dollars no more. Cause these club owners was trying to make us all DJ for a hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting here, you know, Brian never did me like that. Brian always paid me more than what I even wanted. You know, he was yeah. like, nah, you need more money. I, right, we did capacity. Here's extra money. Brian was always 100 with me. Yeah. But some of the other club owners I had, he was like, hey, how much you, how much you charge? And I'd be scared to tell him. You know, this is always, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, uh well, what you think, you know, yeah, what bro. you think I should get paid? And so I'd be like, man, I, I, just give me a hundred dollars and I'm, you know, I'm cool. Or give me 150. I'm cool. And they'd be like, ah. Can you do it for a hundred? Yeah, I'll do it for a hundred. Yeah. Not knowing that they would have paid me two if I would have said two hundred. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. meanwhile, now they didn't put me against DJ three. So three come in saying he wants two hundred. Oh, well, Kato's doing it for a hundred. Yeah. Oh shit. Well, I'm trying to get in there. Okay, cool. I'll do it for a hundred too. Now they got all of us working over here for a hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Yep. So we started getting together and telling each other, like, hey, we got a little DJ pool that we have together. Mm-hmm. Where it's like we get in there. So just to let y'all know ahead of time, don't try and get over on us. Right. <laughs> get over yeah. on us on this. Because we'll be like, hey, how much is a wedding? The people hit you up and I'll tell them, you know, hey, I charge X, Y, Z for a mm-hmm. wedding depending on what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. So they'll go over to three and ask him the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so now whenever somebody hit me up with a wedding, we go in there and I say, hey, three such and such hit me up and said they want a wedding. This is what I'm charging them. So when they hit three up, he charged them the same price. Mm-hmm. Now you're not now. You, now it's not against them. Now it's not the money. Mm-hmm. It's about who you actually want as your DJ. You know what I mean. So that's what we tried to do. Just just try to build almost like a union type that's of thing. That's what I was You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Pioneer that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so how do you get? How do you? How does, how does a DJ get on core DJs? Um, I got into core DJs because I, I really wanted to, man. It's core DJs is so huge, man. It really they're, is. They're everywhere, yeah. you know. And um, I went to a couple of core retreats. I just loved what they was doing, you know. It's really networking, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, like to see Nicki Minaj before she was famous and didn't have all the plastic surgery, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To hold different person to see K Camp when he was skinny and looked like he was almost smoked out, cracked out, you know. But he was just grinding, you know what I mean? So he just looked real, real small to see Bob playing golf. I mean, uh, bowling, but beside Bob, this is before all these people was famous, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's like we meet them people and, and we build them relationships with them, you know what I'm saying? To where so I was like, I wanted to be a part of that, you know. So I went to a couple of retreats. And uh, I went to the one in Phoenix. I always go to Phoenix because Twan's out there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, it was funny because I didn't even want to go to the little thing they was doing. And DJ3 hit me up like, where you at, nigga? Where you at? <laughs> and I'm like, man, I ain't even supposed to be here, man. What, what three you talking about, man? I'm at the mall. I'm kicking it, you know. And then somebody else called me. And I'm like, man, what is y'all blowing up my phone for? They like, Tony Neal looking for you. He want to put you in the core. Hey, I'm like 45 minutes away from yeah, where yeah, we supposed yeah. to be at. So I'm, I'm like, driving I'm around the around. corner. Yeah, yeah, for, for real. I'm like, hey, I'm, 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 I'm right there. I'll be there, you know. So, uh, man, it was just a blessing, man, just to be able to meet these people and, and see so many people. And, and it's so different because, you know, it's like full circle 
when I first met these people, I was an artist. So when you're an artist and it's like, hey, I'm Cadence Whoop De Woo, they like, oh, whatever, another nigga rapping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But when it's like, I'm DJ Cadence, oh, man, let me get your phone number. You know what I'm saying? How, how do I get a hold of you? Can, how do I get you my music? You know? So inside of my phone, I got people from, you know, from Webby to Boosie to, you know, to all these people inside of my phone, you know, that, that, that would have never given me their phone number before. <laughs> Just throw them in there real quick. You know, they would have never given me their number, you know what I'm saying? But since you a DJ, it's like, oh, man, I need this person. This person mm-hmm. can actually help me, you yeah. know? So it's, yeah. it's kind of funny to see how that kind of goes around, you know? So, I feel that. I yeah. feel that. So, um, man, I, <laughs> okay. So do you, so was like you were, me. oh, go ahead. Nah, go ahead. Uh, I was saying, like you said earlier, you were saying earlier how like everybody wanted to be a rapper back in the day. And that's, yeah. that's kind of how we felt. Cause we started what in 08. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. felt like everybody we knew would just want to rap. Yeah. Man. So yeah. like, so like now that we've been DJing, we've been DJing together for like what, three years now. Mm-hmm. It feels like everybody's yesterday. a DJ now. Do you feel like the city yeah. of Wichita is like oversaturated with, rappers and DJs yeah, or everybody just... wants to be an artist these days uh-huh. um, you don't you don't really see a lot of people even on Facebook saying they want to be doctors or yeah, lawyers yeah. Uh, my man Smooth is like one of the few people that's actually proud to be a mechanic you know what mm-hmm. I mean and I think that's a great job mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean like I'm envious of people like that people that can People that can work with their hands and stuff, because that ain't yeah, me. Yeah. I, you know, I can change the oil, you know, do my little tire, yeah. stuff like that. But somebody that can actually do stuff like that, man, I'm so envious of that, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. So I think we need more people to celebrate what they actually do, you know. like Versus being entertained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like Steve Harvey said, not everybody's supposed to be a rapper. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's supposed to be a DJ. Somebody's supposed to make chicken, you know what I mean? Like, that's what's supposed to happen. You know what I mean? You could be the best French fry maker in the history of McDonald's. If, if that's what you're, if you're supposed to do that, then do it. You know what I mean? And love what you do. You know what I mean? I was going to say, we were talking about this, like, on a past podcast. And, like, if society broke down and all that stuff, it's like, what what skills do you have to yeah. survive mm-hmm. and everything? Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. being a mechanic, you know, you can actually fix some shit. Exactly. Yeah. Me, personally. I'm screwed. You know, hey, we can't so. do nothing. <laughs> like, got me too. Yeah, I'm dead. You yeah. know, the, the, the crazy thing is like, you know, when we was in school, they made fun of all the people that was going to the Votech. Yeah. You know, all the people that was going to that little hallway, you know, mm-hmm. you was like, hey, them is dropouts. Yeah. You know, them is people, <laughs> them is the slow people. They ain't quite getting life yeah, together, yeah. you know. And now them is the people making money, the welders, yeah. the people that can work with their hands doing small, yeah. you know, being able to put a, a lawnmower together and mm-hmm. stuff. And I thought that was so corny back in the day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, look at these weak yeah. niggas yeah. over yeah. here. Yeah. You know, have the big ass gut and the white meter on it. You know, bending <laughs> over with the ass crack <laughs> showing everywhere. They in math class with like oil on their hand, their hand all dirty you know, and stuff. You over there like, making fun of them like, yeah. man, we cool people don't even go down that hallway. Mm-hmm. What you yeah. mean? You yeah. know? And now these dudes sitting over here balling. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just living a good life, yeah. you know? It's, um, man. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. So what What was like, what's your best experience being a DJ? Wow. Man, that's a good question right yeah. there. Man, it's, it's been so many, so many experiences. Um, Man. Just being able to just being able to travel, mm-hmm. being able to see different people. I like traveling too. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cardi B telling me I was cute. That was pretty cute. That was pretty oh, cool. Oh, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't <laughs> capitalize. No, oh, no. Hey, you want to know? You want to know one I should have capitalized on was Maya. That's the one really? I should have capitalized. Hold on, that's hold on. that's whole, that that's Jonathan. Yeah, that's, hey, hey, we always. Hey, what target I, was you at when you were in the mine? No, man, saying. we was uh we was at that last concert with Genuine Maya, uh, you know, and Drew Hill, and uh, we got there on the stage and. And Maya walked by, and Maya is every bit as beautiful as what she is on TV. You know, some of them people, you see them in real life, and you're like, ah. Yeah. Mm, they, 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 they cool, short, but they, I, I know people in the dub that, that that look just as cute as that if they had the right people you're around right, them. You right. say on a, on a Saturday night, eh? yeah, you know. But it was like when I seen her, I was like, oh, she cute. So I had my little, you know, we outside, so I got my sunglasses on. So I'm looking, I'm looking straight, but you know, I'm kind of cutting my eye towards her. You know, trying <laughs> trying to get as much as I can to yeah. of her. So I feel like, so all of a sudden I look around, I'm DJing, and I feel like, you know, you can feel when somebody looking at you. So I'm like, man, I look up, and Maya looking at me. And when I looked at her, you know, you know, my head already turned that way, and she looked down, you know, and I was like, dang, Maya might be feeling me, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm like, all right, cool, cool, I'm going to go over there next time. Next time she come over, I'm going to say something when she come close, you know, I'm about to do, you know, I'm about to get it, you know, let's go. So um, Maya walk over later, she come over by the DJ booth right when they get ready to do their sound check. And um, I'm like, man, say something, say something, Cadence, say something. <laughs> and she like, she turned around, she's like, oh, so you're the DJ? 
And I'm like, uh, <laughs> short circuit, yeah. short circuit. You know what I mean? Didn't know what to do. So I'm like, yeah, I'm the DJ. She's like, oh, that's nice. And then she just kind of sat there and I just kept DJing. You know what I'm saying? Uh. Just, just nervous. So she walked off and I was like, man, next time she come over here, I'm going to say something. I promise I'm going to say something. She walked over like three minutes later. Short circuit again. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I ended up getting a picture with her, and the picture's on Facebook, and you can just see the smile on my face. Like, like I'm just grinning so big, you know what I mean? Like, that was one of my childhood crushes, her and Janet Jackson, man. Either one of them, man. I'd have been happy. Especially when I seen she had Jermaine Dupri. I was like, hey, I'm way bigger <laughs> right, than every, every nigga had a chance. And, and I got about four inches on Jermaine Dupri, so I'm good, you know what I mean? So, Janet, watch out. I'm coming for you. <laughs> Should I say, guys? I ain't never had no moment like that, but <laughs> not to say, I mean, not to say that I wouldn't or anything like that, but man. Man, I used to love Janet Jackson, man. That was, that was one of my, one of my favorite back in the day, you know what I'm saying? Just a beautiful woman, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, see, I'd say, uh, the Janet Jackson that, uh, that I was looking at, which one was it? Was it Buster Rhymes or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where it was at mm -hmm. for me. I was like, okay. Like anytime, any place, all around, like that stuff around then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but shit, I'd say for DJing and everything, uh, do you think there's just a difference between um, like 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 controllers and vinyl? Like like is it snob life or anything for okay, vinyl? Okay, so so the thing is like as far as the way it sounds, no, yeah. you know what I mean. I mean not not the way it sounds. I mean the way it sounds, it, it, it is a difference. But uh, what I always tell people is that I have never went to a club, city to city, state to state. Mm -hmm. And nobody ever came to me and said, bro, if you was a dope DJ, if only you had some vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and I've never heard that. You uh, know what I mean? And, and usually the people who get it's that, it's the old heads. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like the rappers. You got these rappers that come out like the Migos, who I think the Migos are one of the dopest yeah. rap groups ever. I you mean, know what I mean? You know. And, and some people don't feel that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they don't like the new age music. I love new age music. Yeah. You know, I think that's why I can still stay relevant in this time, because I still listen to stuff like that. Uh. And and, but it's like they don't they don't like their music, but I do, you know. So so we just try to keep moving it. We still try to keep pushing it, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying, and, and push the envelope forward. It, it, it's just it, it's crazy how how the just the perception of of the DJ and, and what what you need to do to be successful with it. You right. Know what I mean? See, what'd you start out on, just controlling? Um, I started out on, man, I started out on Windows Media Player. Well, yeah, You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, like, I'm playing Yin Yang Twins just on the Media Player, you know? But, but once I actually got my stuff, I started on CDs. You know what I mean? And I had, I had the CD player with the little cheap mixer in the middle. Uh -huh. Learned how to beat match, you know what I mean? Before the computers came out, you know, before laptops. Well, not before laptops. I don't want to say it like that. You know what I mean? But it was like before everybody was using Serato and all yeah, that stuff like yeah. that. You know, and... Uh, DJ Three and them used to always give me a mess, you know, because me and Three was always it was competition all the time, you uh, know what I mean? So it was like, ah, oh, this dude over there, he ain't got no, he ain't got no vinyl, he ain't, he ain't real, he ain't real with it, you know what I mean? But it was like I learned how to do all that because that was a challenge to me when I yes. heard that they were saying, ah, oh, well, Cadence wouldn't be a real, he ain't no real DJ, so I went and got vinyl and I learned how to scratch and learned how to do all of that, you know what I mean? So I can do it on anything, you uh, know what I mean? To me, it's really just. Just being how easy it is. If I bring a controller, I can set up in less than five minutes. Yeah. Yep. I bring turntables. Yeah, I'm there for 30 minutes setting yep. up, grabbing yeah. needles, making sure everything <laughs> works. I can't jump around in DJ booth because the needles are going to jump, yep. all that type of stuff. See. But with that controller, click, click, boom, and, I, and, I, and I'm in there, and I'm going, you know. So I'm kind of embarrassed because I... I can't scratch. <laughs> yeah, it's scratching. Hey, scratching is a lost art, man. I, I would if if I was if I was teaching somebody to DJ right now, I'd tell them don't even focus on scratching. Yep. You know what I mean? Because scratching, only person, only people who really care about scratching is other DJs. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're right. If if I go to a club and I start scratching, a lot of times people will get irritated by that. Yep. You know what yep. I mean? They You're they right. didn't see. This is what people don't understand as a club DJ. When when you come to the club. And I know a lot of times people are like, oh, I want to hear everything I play in my car. That's like, not what's uh, supposed to happen yeah, inside yeah. the club. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, people come to the club because they want, they want the soundtrack to their life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They want to sing along. They want to come in there and act like, like Lizzo. They want to yeah. sing that song all day. <laughs> you know? So I get a lot of that about, like, man, Cadence, I wish you would play, you know, you know something, you know. It'd be something that is heard on YouTube like yeah, two days ago. You know, or or yeah. it'd be something too hard like Moneybag yeah. Yo where I can't play it right now. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like there's a time and a place for everything. Mm -hmm. And they are oh, Cadence ain't with the shit because he don't want to play this. But they don't understand that's not the that's not the soundtrack to everybody's life yep, in this room. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's just for you. Yeah. 
And sometimes I'll do it just to show them. Like, I'll play the song, and when they clear the dance floor, I'll be like, see? Yep, yep, I know exactly what you mean. You see what I'm like? Like, I do this for a reason. There's Mm -hmm. a reason why I'm still playing Travis Porter in the club. Because Mm -hmm. when I play that song, girls run to the dance floor. You know, exactly. You know what I mean? Because they run to the floor, and they want to hear it, and they want to sing, and they get on Snapchat and all that. It's a whole method to it. It's not just playing music. And I wish a lot of people would understand that, especially as artists. Because a lot of artists take it personal. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They, mm-hmm. they take it real personal. Like, Cadence don't rock with me and blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, no, you're not doing the stuff that you need to do mm-hmm. for people to sing along to your song. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. One person I really like is Heavy. You know what I mean? Um, shout out to Heavy, man. Heavy came to me with his song, and I listened to it, and I was like, ah, it's cool. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. see. He kept bugging me, man, Cadence, play my song, bro. You know, Heavy, a big dude, you know what I mean? So he's standing in front of the DJ booth. Man, Cadence, what up, bro? What up, man? You going to play my song? You know, and, I, and you know, a lot of times you tell people, you'll be like, yeah, I'm going to play it. You get on doing your own thing, you know what I mean? You ain't going to play it. You're going to get to it maybe, you know. Hey, Heavy come right back five minutes later. Hey, the crowd you? hostage. cool, let me play the song so he can get out of my face. Uh-huh. Boom, I play the song. All of a sudden, I look at the crowd. Everybody singing from the Yellow Rick Road, straight out of Kansas, and they just jamming. And I'm like, oh, damn, I missed something. No. You know what I mean? So now I'm running it constantly because I've seen the way that he was promoting his music outside of the club. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of people miss. They think the club is the first step. You know, like, that's where I need to go. I'm going to go to the studio. I'm going to record it. Then I'm going to get dressed. I'm going to go to the club. Caden's going to play it. And by Monday, I'm going to be on Breakfast Club. Yeah. That, yeah, that's, yeah, they, yeah. that's they mentality. Yeah, you're right. You're you know right. what I mean? And it's what like. An imagination. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, like, it's, it's like there's so many other steps that go in between there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm really trying to school heavy on right now is like the business side of it. You know what I mean? Like how to make sure your stuff is on Shazam. You know what I mean? Like, like just doing yeah. them little small things like that so that somebody, if I'm sitting in the club, I'll be places, I hear music, I don't stop and ask, hey, what's the, what, what you listening to? Mm-hmm. I'm grabbing my phone, Shazam. Yep. If it don't Shazam on my phone, oh, it's not ready to be played. <laughs> yeah. Boom. That's how I look at it, you know? And it's nothing personal towards nobody. It's mm-hmm. just how I look at it, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like just getting your business together will help you so far, mm-hmm. you know, being a quote-unquote local artist trying to make it big, you know? Do you do you still go to the club or you just... Uh, a little bit. Um, usually when I go, it always turns into why you ain't DJing. You know, (laughs) so I'm just like, so I usually, then I start to get little, I start kind of backing up, you Uh, know, I'm moonwalking uh, towards the door, next thing you know, I'm gone, you know. Yeah. But, um. This ain't what I came down. Yeah. (laughs) In Wichita, not really. I don't really do a whole lot of club in Wichita. When I go to Atlanta and places like that, yeah, because I love to hear music, the new stuff. And I I love to hear other DJs DJ to see what they playing, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? To see what they got. You know, in Atlanta, they so far ahead of us. Man. You know what I mean? Oh, they, yeah. they get new music now. In Atlanta, yeah, they going straight from the from the studio, yeah, you know, back to the strip club. <laughs> hey, it's a hit in this song. You know, yeah. that is happening in yeah. Atlanta. People heard it on the way there. Yeah. For real. Yeah. They For just real. recorded it. Um, man, I suck at this. Uh, <laughs> so, so do you do you call DJs whack? Is there is there such thing yes. as a whack DJ? Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> what makes a whack DJ? So I would know. <laughs> you know, uh, my my thing that makes a whack DJ is somebody who stays in their laptop, somebody who doesn't look at their crowd to see what what they crowd want to hear. Yeah, you, you know, uh, nah, I'll take that. That's fine. A, a lot of a lot of the how do I say this? A lot of our of our our brethren DJs, some of the white DJs, <laughs> yeah, for they, sure. they 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 like they sit at home and they practice all day. Which is great. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That's cool. You know what I mean? So they know, hey, after I play this song, this, this song's coming up next. <laughs> yeah, they know what's coming up next. So it's like, so those are the people that when you come in the club and you're like, hey, man, can you play Cardi B? And they're like, no, nah, I don't take requests. So they got the big no request sign on the front mm-hmm. of their thing. Mm-hmm. It's because they already know what they're going to play. Yeah. You know, and they can't. They can't change it up, you know what I mean? It's like, I mess gotta up the play flow. This. Yeah, yeah, it'll mess yeah. my flow up. Yeah. I don't know if I, yeah, I can't do that, mm-hmm. you know? So those, are, to me, those are whack DJs to me, you know what I mean? Because me, I have to, I, I like requests. Because if I'm getting requests, that means that, one, you've probably heard something I may not have heard. Mm-hmm. All them songs that I was playing back at Liquid, Bad to the Bone and all that stuff, them songs came from other people. I wasn't sitting down all day listening to music. Yeah, yeah. Somebody come to me, hey, you got that Travis Porter and the uh, Darrell, Bad to the Bone? Nah, I ain't never heard it. Gone by my shit. And they like, damn, you missing now, bro. And then they just walk off. Yeah, that's all. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't like, no, oh, man, you need to play it, blah, blah, blah. They just like, hey, you missing now. Damn, and then like- they just walk off. You know, I'd be like, damn, okay, let me, go, let me go download it. And then it's actually hot. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of the DJs who don't take requests, the ones who stay in their laptops, the ones who feel like, 
like like I'm too good. You know what I mean? The ones that ain't about their customer service. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You are there to provide a service as a mm-hmm, DJ. Mm-hmm. I'm not there to be a jukebox. Yeah, and I'll right. say that sometimes. You know, I'll get on the microphone and I'll be like, hey, I came here to play requests, but I'm not a jukebox. Mm-hmm. And I'll say it twice just so people will understand. Like, I don't have a problem playing with your request. I do have a problem with you standing behind me all day long going, play this next, <laughs> yeah, play this yeah. next. Hey, that was cool. Play this too. See, now, man. there we got a problem. Yeah. That, that's my thing. Like, I don't really like requests for that reason. Yeah. Because it's like, if you want me to be a jukebox, then pay me. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll do it Real all talk. night if you want to pay me. Real talk. No problem. But, mm-hmm. like, I, I think, yeah, that's good advice. Yeah. And, that, and that's the whole thing. Like, I'll tell somebody, usually they come over, they ask me one request, I play it. They come over with the second one, I'll be like, all right. This is, this is the last request. Make yeah. it good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Make it good, you know, because I'm not going to be playing requests all day. But a lot of times requests, to me, a lot of times the requests that people ask for, they're usually songs I was going to play. You yeah, know, normally. exactly. Yeah, so yeah. I just go ahead and tell them, yeah, I'll play yeah. them. Or if it's something I'm not going to play, to be honest, I think something DJ should do better, too, is tell them, like, no, I'm not going to play it. That don't work. You know what I mean? I do that at Heroes all the time because Heroes was originally supposed to be a throwback type of hip-hop club. Yep. Mm-hmm. It wasn't meant to be playing the brand new hip hop music like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It got spiraled out of control, you know, yeah. for reasons beyond my control. When y'all was going there, it was it was a white club. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and it day. was like yeah, they didn't want to the they didn't want to make it a they didn't want to have it a white club like that, but they wanted to have hip hop. They yeah. wanted to have the type of music that, you know, everybody listens to. Yeah. For sure. You know, so so sometimes I'll we'll get in there and I'll hear that, hey man, you need to play this, you know, you need to play this, you know, whoever it is, yeah. you know, and I'm like, hey, I can't play that. And they be mad at me. Like they think mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, Cadence be sitting at home all day long just butterflying in the mirror all day, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, nah, bro, it ain't about that. You like, know, if I was, it ain't your business. <laughs> man, you know, so it's like it's like just just having them understand the difference, you know, between what club music is and, and what isn't and, yeah. and and why we play things, you know. But it's a lot of it's a lot of whack stuff that DJs do. Yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of whack stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you, so, so um, no taking though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So like, do you? So you you'll you, you'll take you, do, would you take any job pretty much or any like, job? Like I always tell people like the hardest people to DJ for is high schoolers because they don't know what they want to hear. Uh, actually, like, I like high school kids. Yeah, yeah. I, I I like high school because. The high school kids always give me the new music. Yeah, they give you the new music, you but it, it literally to be that music that they only listen to on YouTube and like yeah. not everybody be feeling it. So like I always think that's the hardest. But like, would you take like if someone was like, "Yo, I want a straight country." Yeah, like, yeah, I've done country okay. weddings. I've done I've done Mexican weddings. You know, I, I've done all that. Um, I just like to do music, man. You I know, the you. the one yeah. thing that yeah. I really don't like doing is mm-hmm. showcases. I don't like rap showcases. They irritate me. What, okay, just, uh, what do you mean by that? Like, when you go to, when it's like the DJ and it's my job to set up music for 30 rappers that are getting ready to come up and oh, rap for 10 yeah, minutes yeah, at a nah, time yeah, and all yeah. that. My dad calls it the PA job. I, 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 don't, I don't like that at all. And people, yeah. people who, rappers in town who know, know they like, man. Caden's kind of an asshole on them days, you know? <laughs> and it, it, it's, it's nothing personal towards them. It's just a lot of people, they don't know how to be professional. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it's I, like, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. When, yeah. when I came up, I remember, I'll tell you a quick story. So I was on tour with Tech Nine, and uh, we was out um, in Salt Lake City, and they gave us these, these microphones that had the, the cords on them. Mm-hmm. Everybody else got microphones, you know, got the wireless, you know what I mean? They got us out here looking like the Temptations, you know what I mean? So, so we walking around, we trying to make sure each other don't jump over, you know, jumping over, you know, yeah. ropes and all of this stuff. And we got done, I got off stage and I go back to the tour bus to, and Tech Nine sitting back there and I'm just cussing. And he like, what's wrong? What, 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 what you mad about? And I was like, man, these these motherfuckers gave me this damn court mic, duh, 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 duh. you know, like like why they how they expect me to, you know, because I'm I, I like the energy. I don't want to run back mm-hmm. and forth across mm-hmm. the stage yeah. and all that, you know. And he he like after I did all of that venting, you know what I mean? Because I'm sitting in my head like, damn, you probably said too much. Just take it off, you know what I mean? But you you know, but I was just in my feelings. And he was like, Cadence, don't ever allow somebody else to dictate your show. So if you don't like the fact that you got a cordless, you got a cord mic, go buy you a cordless. So now you don't ever have to worry about that. And just bring, yeah. And then okay. he just sat back and hit the blunt. And I said, God damn. You know? So, you know, the next thing I did, I went and bought me a mic from Guitar Center. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the next concert we went to, hey, they tried to pull the same thing. They said, hey, these are the opening mics and these are the Tech 9 mics. I said, oh, no. Click, click, boom. I said, this is my mic right here. You know? Yeah. Hey, hey, and then the engineer looked at me like, oh, okay, so you're serious too. All right, cool. Yeah. So then he started treating me differently. You know, and what a lot of artists don't get is 
you are a hassle to these people. Yeah. You are a hassle to a DJ if mm-hmm. he has to come in here and play your music and he and you ain't paying him and he don't know you. Mm-hmm. You have to look at it as you are a hassle to somebody. So now you got to make sure that your stuff is as easy as possible for you to be less of a burden for them. Mm-hmm. So when I come up there, hey, my music is already set up. Here's my folder. You know what I mean? Hey, this is this is what I'm playing. This is my DJ Cadence folder. Boom, slide that over to your hard drive. We good. I'm ready that's to go. That's what I need. To, that's why I tell people. Yeah. I hate, I hate, first of all, my, my computer don't got a CD drive. Yeah. So I hate old formats. Don't give me a CD. Yeah, don't give me all I that. Ain't gotta, I can't burn it. I can't I can't do that. And don't then, give me nothing on YouTube. Don't yeah. give me a YouTube don't, link. Yeah. Don't, I ain't plugging I, up no one's phone. I'm not, I'm not plugging your phone yeah. up. I'm not doing none of that. Yeah, right? you give me a, a USB drive and they got like six other things that ain't even music they on there. They ain't got nothing to like, do with it. You yeah, know yeah. They've been just, downloading porn all day yeah. off this. It's like mess up my computer. me a virus on my computer. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. I done did yeah, those things man, man. Yeah. And, and, and it's all trial and error you know so yeah. so the, the the young ones the ones that's really you know some of them know better mm-hmm, and them the mm-hmm. ones i get irritated with because i'm like bro you've been out here long enough to know mm-hmm. that you ain't supposed to come up here with a youtube link to my oh you can't download it off yeah. of youtube yeah. that irritates i ain't got wi-fi like, yeah yeah likely you ain't know? got wi-fi I, I in the middle of the field yeah yeah you know, I, don't, I don't have time to do that and you're not paying me you know what I mean? That's what a lot of people don't understand. If you was paying me, hey, Cadence, here's $20. It don't even take that much. If mm-hmm. he was like, here, Cadence, here's $20, I need to make sure my set good. Mm-hmm. Boom, got you. You're being compensated. In yeah, some I'm form being compensated. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're doing something for free for somebody, they're never going to be excited to help you out. Yeah. If people feel like they're oh, so like, man. I should just want to help you out. There's nothing in life like that. I can't walk into McDonald's and be like, I need a free cheeseburger. And the lady going to be like, of course, I'm happy to help you out. Even if it ain't her cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It ain't her cheese. She don't care about that damn cheeseburger. But if I walk up there and say, I'm supposed to get a free cheeseburger, you know she going to roll your eyes at you. Mm-hmm. Here he goes. What? How he get a free cheeseburger? He wasn't supposed to get it. You know, it's like all that. You I talk. wouldn't eat that cheeseburger. Hey, hey, real talk. Nah, real talk. I know she did to it. But, yo, outside of DJing and everything, because, you know, we're bow, bow, bow. Yeah. But uh, there's another thing. You do, like, like political and everything stuff. Um, you, you... Well, I, I try to help out political-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like we should be active. Yeah. 100%. Uh, the, the, way the, the way that the world is going right now, political-wise, you know, is it, just crazy to me. To where we have two separate troops that are going on from other people's perspectives and you have people who don't want to listen to the other side, mm-hmm. you know? And even though I lean as a Democrat, you know what I mean? No doubt about it. I am willing to listen to the other side. Yeah, yeah. The problem is that a lot of times they don't, they don't, it's just all talking points. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just be all talking point stuff that you could see on Fox News for 20 minutes and yeah. you know exactly what's going on, you know? So, so like, I got a lot of people on my on my friends list that are that are very right wing, very conservative, yeah, yeah. and they always voice their opinions. And a lot of my friends are like, "Man, I don't know why you even, you know, you should just delete them all." I feel like their point, their opinions are important, yeah. you know. And I need to understand, just like a white man can never understand what it's like for me when a black when a cop pulls up behind yeah. me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't understand what it's like to be a white man and to be accused as a racist when I'm really yeah. not, and I'm just trying to voice my opinion. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I try to listen to what they're saying. But if it sounds racist, I'm going to call it out and say it's racist. You know what I mean? I'm going to call it out. But I try to listen to everybody, you know, because I think everybody has a valuable, you know, input on, on what yeah. we're doing. And you're never going to go forward until you have that kind of dialogue Yeah, and yeah of course. Of so course. I'd know. say, so who are you leaning towards, um, you know? Man, you know, right now, honestly, I'm just like, I just want Trump out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's, that's really in, in – it's so funny because everybody has different reasons, you know what I mean, like why they don't like – I don't care about them being a racist. I, I, I honestly yeah. don't. Yeah. I feel like I have met enough racist people. Mm-hmm. I've come from the military where, like, my dad was in the military, was in the Marines. My sister's in the Army right now. They can both tell you experiences where they know that people are racist, but mm-hmm. they still got to do their job. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It yeah. don't stop them from what they need to do in their life. They just got to keep moving and just mm-hmm. understand, that dude I can't mess with. Yeah. You know? So that's how I look at Trump. What, the problems that I have with Trump is the way he treats people. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not big on bullies. You know what I mean? I'm not big on people acting that way. And so, to me, if somebody wants to be a bully, if they want to be, like, that, that's not how a president acts. Yeah, it's that's not. That's not how a leader acts. You know what I mean? So, that, that's my issue that I have with him. You know, uh, I mean, the, the economy's great, but they can throw them numbers out all the time and say, oh, yeah, well, you know, the, the unemployment rate is the lowest for African Americans. Mm-hmm. I had a job when he wasn't president. <laughs> exactly. That's how I look at yeah, it. Yeah, so that don't matter to me. That, that uh-huh. don't matter to me. Yeah. Give me something that matters to me right now. Why doesn't Flint still have water? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why don't they still have water? If you want to do something for the black community, you could do that, and everybody would be, people would champion Trump. If mm-hmm. he really went up oh, there yeah. and said, I'm yeah. going to fix the Flint, Michigan water problem. 
He won't do it. He don't mm-hmm. care. Yeah, and it, and it, it ain't really vote, about so. black people. It's about all of us that are below him. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't think it's really about like black Mexicans or whatever. He just don't like people that don't look like him. That they don't got the money that nah, he got. That's what I was gonna say. The you money. Know, that see. money is what he likes. Yeah. You know. So I tried to help out wherever I can political wise. Uh, Bernie Sanders came here. I got the DJ for Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. Got to meet him. He looked just like the, the, he's like you see him. He looked like a cartoon character on TV. You know what I mean? And I'm standing backstage at Century Two, and they're like, um, everybody's like, you know, Bernie Sanders getting ready to come on stage. And I'm like, oh, that's cool, you know. And I turn around, and this dude back here with his cotton ball hair back here, and I'm like, what is? Oh my God, that's Bernie Sanders. You know what I mean? Like, it, and he looks and sounds exactly the way that he, you know, the way you would expect him to. No. Real, real humble dude, real cool guy, you know. So I try to help out wherever I can, though, you know, politically wise. So. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, man, because you know. We're putting it on the perspective of uh, a lot of hum- white people and everything are really mm-hmm. into the politics and yeah. everything and politics mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And then we got the blacks over here mm. that don't even take the time to, to vote. Hey, yeah, I, I think we I'm need to vote. Clear. Yeah. I, I think we definitely need to vote. I, I get why people, why they feel disenfranchised and why they don't vote. But, but here's the thing. I've been saying this for the last three years. If the people in Michigan, if the people in Pennsylvania, the black people that was there, mm-hmm. went and voted... Trump wouldn't have been president. So we can't really say that our vote don't matter. It may not matter in Wichita. It may not matter in Kansas. (laughs) Don't tell them that. Yeah, but don't tell them their vote don't matter because now we got a whole community in Detroit, which is all black. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That whole city didn't go out and vote because they was like, Obama ain't in and I'm not showing up and I don't like Hillary Clinton. So it don't matter because I don't like Hillary Clinton or Trump. I mean, I can't that. And and I get where they came from on that 100%. I understand it. But the problem is that now you've allowed these other people to put in who they want. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like even if even if you we all knew what Donald Trump was when he was yeah. in all when he was coming up. But we was like, we ain't gonna worry about it. He ain't gonna win. And he shouldn't have won because we we <laughs> lost by millions of votes. Mm-hmm. You know? But but that's why the electoral vote happens like that, to yeah. where it's like it don't matter. Four million people voted for you not to be in there, but it matters because of the fact that the, form, the farmers want you in. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. now we're going to make sure you get in. And that's what's crazy about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why our votes matter, and that's why people got to get out and vote. You know. You heard it first. You, you did. You did. Yeah. So we're, hit, we're hitting that time. We're running out of time. So you want to give like a final plug, final shout out, and yeah, what you got uh, going on in the future? Man, I, I'm just trying to stay busy, just trying to stay focused. You know what I'm saying? Um Shout out to my core DJ brothers, man. DJ Detroit, DJ Three. Uh, shout out to Barefoot, uh, DJ Fluid, uh, Damo. Uh, Damo went to Atlanta. Shout out to her. I don't know if she's going to hear this, but if she do, hey, shout out to you. I'm so proud of her for moving, you know what I'm saying, and yeah. doing something. That's, that's big. Um, the youngsters that's out here, man, keep grinding. Keep grinding, man. This stuff don't happen overnight. You know what I mean? I used to be the little short rapping dude in town. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And today, I can't go nowhere without somebody not knowing who I am. But it happens because you keep moving and you keep reinventing yourself and keep doing things to make yourself relevant. So just keep sight of that. And Greg don't hold the whole key to being a rapper. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know why everybody think that. Like, like yeah. they think that we, the, mm-hmm. the rappers and the DJs, is what is the gatekeepers. We're not gatekeepers. If y'all play y'all, if y'all get y'all music done the right way, mm-hmm. we can't stop y'all. I can't. I, if I don't play Lizzo, they gonna go somewhere else and hear it. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? That's yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. So you have to make your music great. Mm. And if you do that, nothing but success to you. you know? We are gonna make music great again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Man, I need somebody from Wichita to please do that, man. And hey, another thing, send us y'all music, man. Send us y'all music. We need to hear this music. There's a lot of times, my man Dre, Dre P, hit me up. We was at the concert. He had a song and when he got done i said man why the hell haven't i heard that song oh man i didn't know you was gonna feel it we you don't know what we gonna like some people are different though some people be like i hate getting sent music because it's like i don't have time to hear yeah. it but yeah yeah that's, that's cool I, I wouldn't hear. i wouldn't send it unsolicited i wouldn't uh-huh. just flood somebody's email and just keep sending the music yeah but you have to build a relationship with people mm-hmm. you know that's the thing a lot of artists forget you can't just walk up i got i got a terabyte full of music a terabyte full no. of music. Yeah, yeah. I've been DJing since 2005. Man. That's 15 years worth of music that I can play, and I only got three hours to play it while I'm at the club. What separates you from all those other people, from 50 Cent, from Tech 9 to Ludacris to Cardi B to all of those people? What separates you? You know what I mean? Your relationship that you build with me is what separates you. 
So if you build that relationship, I'm gonna move some of them other people to the side mm -hmm. and I'm gonna try your song out. But if you don't build no relationship, hey, why should I play your song when I can play Cardi B and everybody go nuts? Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to build those relationships. So build that relationship and then flood them people. If they don't like the song, bring them another one. You know what I mean? It don't mean I don't like you. You know what I mean? Just keep bringing me songs because something's going to stick sooner or later. Would you say there's probably like a like a, like a limit, like send three songs? I was saying, yeah, at one time. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. send like three songs. All right, I got three songs for you. Hey, go ahead, bring them in. I Let's got go. you. I you got know? you. I'm gonna hold you. Hey, to that. that's how me and Trill became good friends. You know, he All sent right. me a bunch of songs, and and I was like, hey, you know, I don't really like this. And then next thing I know, everybody else playing it, mm -hmm. so he forced me to play it. You know, it wasn't about what I liked. He you making, know what I mean? He making and, moves too. Hey, man. Trill always make moves. Yeah, that he, man is so, and he's so humble. Anybody mm -hmm. who knows him knows a trill will give you the shirt off his off his back. You might have to pay for it if you don't build that relationship. <laughs> you know what I mean? But if you build that relationship, yeah, yeah. hey, trill will give you the shirt off his back. No, no doubt yeah, about it. So shout sure. out to trill. We need to have him on the show for yeah, sure. Yes. Yeah. Went to middle school with that dude. Uh, for real? That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. Hey, that's Brooks. my guy, man. That is my guy, man. Uh, I got so many beats from him, you know, and it was like I used to make beats, you know, and it was like I wanted to move away from making beats and, you know, try to focus on more things. And Trill came in and was like, man, he gave me so much fire, you know what I mean? So he's he's definitely one of my go-to people. Well, that's what's up. Well, that's yeah. respect that. Well, uh, you know, that's that's the show. This uh, want to thank DJ Cadence again. You want to give a shout out to your handles, your Twitter, your oh, Facebook, yeah. or whatever. Uh, you follow me at Snapchat, uh, yeah. Cadence MP3. Follow me on Instagram, DJ Cadence 316. Um, if you follow me, I'll follow you back. I try to follow everybody, you know, to try to see what y'all are doing. You know what I'm saying? And um, just love and peace. You, you still everybody. doing the live streams or the the Man, the they old started, school nights man, they started taking them off, man. So, uh, so I haven't been doing them really that much on Facebook, mm -hmm. but I got them on my app. If you download my app, it's a DJ Cadence. Uh, just it's in the Google Play Store and the App Store, and it's a real app. It ain't no funny, funny business stuff. <laughs> uh, ads. Yeah, all of a sudden your phone stopped working, and you know, and it's like you're getting pop ups talking about you gonna be in the FBI and yeah. all this. Nah, it ain't none of that. It's a real app. It's on Google Play Store and the App Store, and I put live mixes on there all the time, okay. you know, and stuff like that. And a lot of clean stuff so you can play work play with your kids and stuff like that you know so a little bit of everything all right and hey that's uh you know it's been the all points podcast you've been chilling here with the freshest crew my name is kyle aka three fingers this is jonathan it's midwest and uh yeah and this is cadence yeah and we are out of here your ball bags